da 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 it looks like we are starting this train again um by that i mean um no one will know that i recorded a episode one and an episode two of this podcast already and um unless people really want to hear parts of it maybe i will find time to edit it after my concussion but i'm trying to make as little mistakes throughout my podcast conversations with myself spoiler i do and i can just upload these um large audio files i hate to break it to you but um you did make a lot of mistakes in the beginning but um just keep listening to hear all the crap that comes out of my mouth and to avant-garde to already get cancelled um last time i recorded the first episode and also um before i get into that i have a concussion so let's establish that so some of my thoughts are not coherent some of it is not i'm really trying to be a little brighter than i was when i first recorded and let me tell you she wasn't pressing of what i originally recorded um i'm not gonna lie definitely made me feel very it made me feel like i was a very dramatic person and the best way to make this relate is you know those tiktoks where they're like the girl goes oh you know the one thing you lost it was me and you know what i didn't lose me (laughs) like that kind of like thing where it's like supposed to be all like edgy and quotey and you know everyone like starts making their own reel to it or like whatever you call that on tiktok a tiktok you know so maybe it won't see the light of day a lot of emotion was behind it but basically i was talking about for the first podcast motivation and why it's not actually a real thing and then for the second podcast i was talking about starting a healing journey how to heal and um let me tell you i'm not an expert in anything at all i am actually just a um i wouldn't say i'm a college dropout but it's just so much easier to just say that instead of explaining that I'm on hold until I can afford to pay for a course. Um, that's $5,000 per semester. So until I can scrummage up that, um, it looks like I'm going to be out of school. And I'm only 11 credits away. So it's even more bittersweet the more that I think about it. So a couple of things about me. Um, maybe I should have put this in the intro, but I am a Canadian. So it's wrong of me to say college, but again, it's one of those things that I just don't like to over-explain. Which I will continue to over-explain. It's in the States when it comes to um, college and university, but in Canada, there is actually quite a big difference between the two. 
So that's why we have those distinctions. Um, fun fact, if anyone cares. No one did. The reason was because I wanted to talk about the reasons on why I decided to even pick up my phone and start recording while I have a concussion. And I'm day, at the time I was in day one of having, uh, well, day two actually, having a concussion. And um, the main reason for that, the main reason for having a concussion and talking about this was because you're you get bored i don't know if many people who watch this i mean sorry wow i'm even forgetting what i'm doing that's how great this concussion is so i don't know how many people who listen to this will out of the three people that probably will listen to this me someone else and maybe a moderator <laughs> if you have had a concussion but it's my first time and um, looking back I couldn't really think of anyone that has had one I really couldn't and I don't even know how to really deal with it but all they said at the hospital was that I'm supposed to stay at home in a dark room which I'm doing Limit my screen time, which I'm having a lot of trouble doing. Sorry. I think I have the mic too close. And trying to sleep and rest. But it hurts my head the more that I sleep. And it hurts my head the more that I get up. And it hurts my head the more that I talk. But there's nothing else I can do but talk. Because I'm going to go crazy if I talk to myself. And... I want at least there to be a purpose. So if I've got all this time and I'm not working, I might as well work towards something that I've always wanted to do. And if it fails completely, I don't really care. At least they put it out there and I can try again later. So that's that's the main gist of this all. Wow, I really like... <laughs> no one's gonna know. <laughs> but man, the difference between my attitude now and yesterday and the day before... When I first recorded episodes, wow. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually astounded. That's crazy. Well, for reference, I couldn't even eat, really, for two days. Um, I felt so sick. And I felt so depressed. Like, I, w I really, like, hit a dark point again in my life. And so, I really wanted to get that message across that it's okay to hit your downfall. And that it's time to kind of pick up the pieces again because it happens and it's going to keep happening. And sometimes it keeps happening because we keep allowing the same things over and over and over again to happen like a vicious cycle. And our boundaries are no longer our boundaries anymore. They've become blurred again and they've become shortened. So it's time to extend them, time to rebuild the little boundaries we've put and the walls that we put up and just kind of be thankful you know to be living a life that has no real meaning in the end i don't mean for that to sound dark but there's really no meaning but other than what you put into it so i please stay and listen to some of the things that i say fully before you just like click out and go Ugh, that's not for me because I think sometimes I don't have the best way of starting out. 
my tip or advice. <laughs> Whoa, that's kind of a sounded like something wrong, but yeah, I don't have the best way of starting out advice. Um, it's just, I mean, what is advice? Advice is what you give people because you have the best hopes of it influencing them in some way for the better good, but you know, some things are not meant for everyone and so that's why you should take it with a grain of salt, everything that I say, because I am not a therapist. I'm not even finished my degree, but you know, I do have some background and some knowledge from studying that backs some of my points up. Um, I have coached before, I have done certain like self-help things, um, but again, I'm not a guru. I'm not someone that is supposed to be helping you. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your counselor. I'm not your social worker. And I hate to say it, but I'm not really your friend. We don't know each other. And friendship is just based off of, you know, an equal, um, I guess, what is friendship? That's a good question. Well, for me, actually, I'll just say what I was going to say. Friendship to me is like give and take. You're getting equal give and take out of it in the friendship. So that's what I think. I could be wrong. I'll Google it later um, and see what it is. Or maybe I should Google it now. I don't know. No, it's okay. But anyways, friendship um, between people, you know, like, it's great. Maybe eventually I'll become friends with everyone because we'll be able to do give and take. But I only say this because, again, I'm putting this out really blind. I don't know who will listen to it and I don't know who really cares about what some person has to say in their room, you know? Because there's lots of people like me. There's lots. There's tons. There's bajillion. There's a bajillion out there that want their voice to be heard. That want to talk about how they felt injustice and how they've overcome it and how they didn't overcome it. Or, you know, it's for me something that I'm happy to have access to at least a phone and Wi-Fi. That I can at least do something that I wanted to do. It's on my list of things. And if I can put it out there and figure out some way while minimizing my screen time as best as possible, then yes. Then yes, I guess it's a success for me. So I talked about motivation in the first episode that I recorded haphazardly. Um, And motivation for me was pretty much talking about how it doesn't really fucking exist. Like, that's not even, it's not even, like, a a thing. It's really just the feeling. It's a feeling. Motivation doesn't come from anything, and it doesn't equal results. And it's not true that people who sell these things, oh, you'll feel 20 times motivated if you listen to this plan, and you'll get everything that you want if you pay me, like, $20 for, like, this booklet of things that you have to read through, and you probably not aren't, you're not gonna understand because, you know, most people, like, they buy it, but they don't really, like, feel as motivated 
as they did when they were first purchasing it. And so motivation for me is like, yes, I'm motivated to do this podcast. The feeling is there. I have motivation there. But my action is what will really take me to that next step and will make it even more so a reality because obviously I'm picking up my phone and I'm just going for it. I'm not waiting for the perfect microphone to land in my ass. I mean, in my lap. Well, I'm not waiting for the perfect person to come and sit across from me because initially that's really what I was, what I really wanted. I really wanted to sit with someone and just kind of like do a podcast, but it never really ends up working out because a lot of people feel very awkward about talking about things and they feel kind of self-centered. I guess I'm a narcissist then in that sense. Maybe not though. I don't know. It really depends on your perspective of me and I don't really care. I've just always been one of those talkative people. That's really what it sums down to. I've always loved hearing my own voice and I love giving my own thoughts and opinions and injecting it into other people's minds when they don't really um, need it. I'm just kidding. That's kind of like the worst case scenario of what like I do. The best case scenario that I try to do is kind of if people ask for it, I, I give it. I, I will. That's what she said. And also, anything I say after this point, this is future me talking. Um, my goodness, I really had a head injury. Um, just so you know, I agree with all the points, um, just not the extra little add-ins. I am not a therapist. I am not a professional. Take everything with a grain of salt. Straight right away in the first episode is basically anything that you hear from me will never resonate 100% with you. So to come for me for things that I know that are not going to always work for the other person is really just a reflection on you and that you're shitty. I'm just kidding. That's not how it is, but it just means that it doesn't work for you and that um, you're probably better off listening to something else that can further your own views, thought processes, and maybe there is bits and pieces that I have too that I can contribute to. Maybe you just like to hear me talking shit about things. Hmm. Could be the case. Maybe you like my voice. Probably not. So, but I'd like to think that wow i'm in such a better mood than before this is hilarious i'm gonna if i have this concussion go away i will make sure that i do an episode with bits and pieces of the depressing episode the two that i did you can definitely hear the change in my voice it's never a good idea to do anything with a concussion just so you know um I feel like shit most of the time, 24-7, my head fucking throbs without a Tylenol in my mouth. Um, so, yeah. Not quite sure what else to uh, add to that. 
But back to the motivation part. So I was part of this program. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I'm going to stop past me there for a second because let me tell you, in the re-listening to this, my God, could I really tell that I was incoherent and I had no idea what the fuck I was talking about? <laughs> Let me just tell you, we've got to stop there because honestly, it was quite concerning listening to that. So basically, to sum it up, what I'm going to take out and will never um, grace your ears, even if you beg me, (laughs) is my insensitive and like emotional take on um, a program I did a few years back. And um, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I was thinking that I was giving so much good advice, but honestly, it was hilarious to listen to. Like, really, like, it was really funny to listen to, but it was really cringy in a lot of areas. So i I can definitely confirm that I had something going on in my brain at the time, and it's actually a week or two after having that initial head injury um so right now I'm gonna reference it as a head injury because um the doctors told me that I had to treat it like a concussion, so therefore I just called it a concussion um It was more so on the side of being a head injury just to clear that up. And it did affect my thinking and it did affect um, my mood and my thoughts. And it still kind of does in some areas, but not as bad as what I just listened to. My goodness, I'm going to keep that audio anyways for later in life when I need to like sound off on myself and be like, listen, you need to calm down because you don't want to sound like this crazy bitch. And yeah, that's how I've been, that's how I've just been feeling like listening to it is you're crazy and not in the good way. So I'm coming on here to um, give you the version I think, because I I still think there's valuable lessons in whatever I was trying to say um, before. But this time, it's more going to be about things that didn't work for me and only me. I'm not going to be talking about what other people did or lack thereof. Um, And if I do talk about what people did or that or lack thereof, I'm just trying to make it further like a point of why I didn't work out for that. And it was because maybe I didn't have support in a certain area. So that's probably the only reason I'll bring up their actions in that sense. But the whole topic is of motivation. Um, Nothing motivated me more to record this than listening to that. So it definitely worked. Um, So five stars. Basically, I was part of a program So this thing was like, it started from January and went into the summer. 
Um, basically, you were running your own business. You were being an entrepreneur. You were harnessing that side of you. You know, we all have that. A little um, workaholic queens out there. And I thought, wow, I'm going to be like the first of my friends to run a business. I'm going to be being so cool. I'm going to go do this and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be great at it because I know that I have a strong work ethic and I can do it. I can push myself to make like a great outcome out of this program because I'm tired of my jobs previous and I'm tired of like, you know, working under someone and that's how I was feeling at the time like I was really tired about management and stuff like that in my in the current job I had at the time like all people do feel you know at some point but I was only 19 so I was just like I was just a teenager so I really thought in my mind that I could listen to the advice I was getting, follow the structure that I was given, and motivate myself. And my problem and the lesson I learned is that motivation does not come from your pretty feelings about things. And I mean like the pretty feelings you get about like, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm going to fantasize about my life and what it could be and all this stuff. Like, that's not where motivation comes from and it will not get you to your goal. And it was a hard pill to swallow, especially after I finished that program and I um, went on to fail or do other things. And even though I failed... It didn't make me not a better person. I actually learned a lot. There are some things, though, that I learned that make me create a boundary away from things like advertise or market as programs like this. And I'll, I'll tell you why after. But basically, like, it didn't work out for me because at the time, my headspace wasn't quite there for me to do the things the way that they were designed for me to do. So basically you get a coach and you get some like instructions and you talk about what the actual business plan is. They teach you all the things that you need to know. They train you um, the, the catch, of course, there's always a catch is you obviously have to pay for the products, the products and the things out of pocket. Um, so you have to make sure you have some form of assets for yourself. And at the time I did, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot for me. And basically I had no concept of how much money it was going to take. I saw what it was on paper, but I didn't realistically think about, okay, I have living expenses, food, I have um, rent, I have things like that. Like, you know, I should have accounted for that instead of jumping right away and doing something like this because I feel like it would have worked out maybe 
in the future, if I had been a little more patient and not just ambitious. Um, so I ended up doing it and it was like, it was like so weird because everyone had known each other beforehand. So I had no idea. I kind of joined last minute this program. And so I was invited to go to like this hotel and do like a conference. And I was like, damn, my work schedule. I got to drive all the way from this like point A to point B. And I've got to like bring my work uniform because I won't make it otherwise for check-in and all this crap. And I was like, looking around and I'm like all of these people look like they know each other and I have no idea where to start so I was feeling very overwhelmed when I first even saw half of these other kids that were in this program and I say kids loosely because some of these are not kids they are they're not teenagers they are very much so in their some of them even in their late 20s um, but most, mostly in the early 20s. So it's not like anyone was super old or anything like that. But it was like the presence these guys gave off was so intimidating to me. And it was like something I've never been used to. And I was stepping in and into this world where I was seeing all these people in business suits. I was like, they all look like they're on go, go, go time. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I just got off work. I want to sleep. And I remember like rolling up in my like beat up Honda Civic thinking, damn, this is going to be so cool. And I had my little like thrifted suitcase and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be like such a baddie. And then I stepped in and I was like, oh I should have bought some new suits. It was kind of like, it was kind of like what I was feeling because I just had no idea what I, what I was even like going to do, who I was going to talk to. You know, I've never been in that position at that time anyways, where I was completely unaware of my surroundings. Like everything was new to me. And it was really like, I don't want to say a culture shock, but it's the closest thing I can think of. I, I guess, yeah, it, was, it it would be considered like culture because it's like the business culture. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was like stepping in. And then when I went to my hotel room, I see like these like three young girls and we're like, they're my age, obviously, but like they looked super or well, they were like a couple years younger, I think. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, they don't look like the rest of them. So maybe I'm safe. And when I was talking to them, it was like really nice and it was really chill. But again, I, I was feeling really uncomfortable and like insecure. So... And the biggest thing about feeling insecure and uncomfortable is like, no matter how well you think you're hiding it, you, you can, you can tell when someone's not like comfortable, right? And just feels, just feels like there's something off, you know? So I don't think my first impression was that 
fantastic, I would say. I can't remember much, but all I remember was feeling like, oh my god, they're gonna judge me because of my clothing and all this stuff. Like, I felt like, I felt like I had so many, like, narratives going on in one go. And... That's why also I cut out a lot of the stuff that I said earlier because my goodness, was I making it sound like they totally knew that they were making me feel like that way. And no one knew, um, like, or no one told me that they knew at, at the very least. And I can't assume anything like that, right? All I can say is that I was feeling a certain way about my situation. So anyways, um, we in the morning went to the convention center and I remember them like lecturing about something. Like I think there was like a snowstorm um, that had happened and then like maybe it was like a day or two in or something but I don't remember. Um, but I remember there being like it started off so strong. And, like, the presence of the speaker, he's a very, very good speaker. And he's a very passionate man. And you can tell right away that he's determined to make sure every single one of us gets something out of this program. And I think that's the reason I stayed. Because, honestly, I was very afraid. And when we did the signing the paper stuff, I was, like, so nervous. I was, like don't don't chicken out don't chicken out but really really honestly if you're in a position like that and you're already feeling uncomfortable that's a red flag for you I know that discomfort is a sign of growth and things like that and it's true but in the case where you're feeling like you don't understand too like, you're not quite processing the information, but you're trying to pretend that you are. That's different. I don't think you should put yourself in a position that you're already, like, aware that you're not going to do well in because you, you're thinking that way. If you already think that you're not going to do well, step away, come back to it. That's where I think, like, the line should be. And I wish I could have told myself that because, man, has it been many years of trying to, like, financially bounce back from after what happened and to also, like, just make myself not as sad about the way that things turned out. Um, A lot of it was catapulted by my weakening mental state um with the way that I was feeling down and stuff like that so it wasn't completely the program either it was just like the program was a catalyst for my like stagnant way of living (laughs) the complacency I remember one of their sayings is complacency is death and anyone that probably has done that program and listens to this will know exactly what program I'm talking about but I'll let you infer in the comments so I was sitting there looking at this shiny headed 
like super positive, very firm, affirmative, actually. Um, like, man, and I'm thinking, damn, I wish I could be like him. But I'm nowhere near that, so I need to escape. But I didn't, and I sat my booty there the whole time, and I was like, ugh. And also, okay, so I mentioned this also, and it really sounded like they were something else. But anyways, um, I think also it didn't help for me that I, I'm usually around a very diverse looking group. Um, and what I mean by that is like people of color or people that kind of look like me. So when I was looking around, I was like feeling a little bit confused because I was like the stuff that I know the stuff that I usually use to make friends is like I feel like I can't use it the same way here so even though that's not true that is not true it's not a truth of life okay just want to just want to let you know that it's not a truth of life but I was really feeling some type of way about it So I was convincing myself that I can't talk to them because most of these people are white and therefore I don't think that I fit in already, let alone trying to stir up a conversation with them. They all look like they're somewhere else. So I was making assumptions about all of them and I was just like, like, what's going on here? And like, you know, really shitty of me, but... I think it is a real factor. I mean, I could talk about it in depth about, like, the reason POCs, people who are racially ambiguous like me, we feel, like, that way. Yes, it's a true feeling. um, But it doesn't mean that you should also judge them by the same criteria. You know what I mean? You should try to put yourself out there. But anyways... That was, I'm just adding it in because that was another feeling I was having. Um, Regardless of it, this is just a a cesspool, basically, of things and feelings that controlled my behavior and didn't make things work out. Because again, motivation was not enough in this sense, but I really thought it was. Motivation was enough to convince me to sign the paperwork. So another red flag that I should have I should have 100,000% percent percent taken as a sign from God himself (laughs) was the fact that there was this kid that was vaping the whole time. He was vaping the whole time. We were having like the weekend seminar thing or whatever you want to call it, like the introduction. And... I just remember the ambulance being called and him being like pulled away because apparently he flashed. He like totally completely stripped naked in front of like these people at the bowling place and like went into their kitchen naked and it was like so weird. And I man, I should have taken that as a sign from God that if he can leave, I can leave too. But anyways, that's that's really a joke. It didn't affect much, but man, it was like hilarious. Um, I really valued new experiences. So the things that were really making me stay was the fact that I was experiencing new things regardless of how fucking weird they were. So I continued on. 
And then um, the person who had originally was assigned to me to be like my coach, he actually left. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got switched to this other person. Um, and I was like, man, I, f- I really just don't want to do this anymore. I just don't want to do this anymore. But I remember sitting down with that person. And again, he came off with the same energy as the shiny head, like ambitious guy that I saw before. And I was like, oh, like maybe, maybe I still want to do this because, you know, the thing about them is they're really good at sales, but not in the sense where it's like they're just trying to sell me something and they're really good at making me understand that I need the product. They were trying to relate to me on a way that was emotional too. And like, that's how usually I get sucked into things. How most people do. But again, I wouldn't say that this program was by any way malicious. I know a lot of them that are successful and doing amazing things. And that's fantastic. It's a phenomenal program. And I would highly recommend it to anyone that has better you know, has a, has a better situation than I did at the time. And again, if you feel that you're already going to fail at something, step away, rethink, reevaluate, revise it because it's not worth doing. It is not worth doing because you're already putting that in your forefront. And unless you have a really, really, really solid like way to cope with your way of thinking you will you will not be able to get out of it and you will self-sabotage yourself continuously over and over again and you'll have no one else to blame but yourself but you'll want to blame everyone else so anyways I got this coach and I my goodness I really did enjoy having him as a coach because I felt really motivated the first few times and then after that oh my god I fell the hell off the wagon. Like, I hit the eject button so fast. I was already, I was already in the dumpster, like, by that time. So, this coach, bless him because he tried his freaking hardest. Like, what an MVP. He really tried his hardest with me. And I'm trying to make it light. But honestly, like, this person really did try and even sat with me, tried to figure out things out. And I was like, damn, like, I just don't want to do it. And then he's like, there's a fee, though, what to, you know, like, leave and you know that. And I was like, I know and I don't know what to do because I can't afford to pay it and stuff like that. And so anyways, it was it was like a at least I think I remember it being like something about I I can't remember why I think it was something around me like not able being able to come up with that kind of money but anyways so I continued running my business nonetheless um, on the halfway mark there I was supposed to be projecting sales way better than I was but I was so lazy like I was so lazy I was lying not doing calls not doing things like not doing like marketing not doing certain like milestones that 
they do work, but if you're not doing them, you won't get anywhere. So I wasn't doing anything. And then I kept talking down to myself. I kept telling myself stuff. I kept trying to give myself false motivation for things. And it was like very short-lived whenever I was trying to do things because I never had a actual belief that I could do things. And anyways, to sum it all up, people will always try to do the best that they got. And people will always try to find the best solution when they want something. But people also do the opposite. And they also don't want to find a good solution when they don't want to do something. And people also don't want to help themselves when they don't want to do something. It's the same principle. It's like you can motivate yourself. You can be so, so excited to do something. But excitement goes so far. If you don't know what you're going into, you just should really like think about it. And I, again, am so happy I made that mistake because I bet you I wouldn't have learned it in that way or that fast if I hadn't done that program. So there's a lot of things there because I've actually had to force myself to go get help for my mental health, for my situation. I had to learn about finances. I had to learn about everything and not everything is perfect To be honest with me, not everything is great. I'm still behind in a lot of payments. I have so many payments that I can't even keep up. Um, There's so much bills piling up like year after year. You you know, like when you collect debt, it's just one of those things that unless you can pay it out, you just can't, you just can't get out of. So unfortunately, I'm still in that space. Like I can't say that it was a complete victory yet because There's a lot of things that I still need to wake up and overcome and I need to stop like sitting in my own um, like in my own hatefulness of the past and what could have been and what is what is now and you know like there's no point I, I you know things happen. And we need to learn to move on. We can be upset about things though. Don't get me wrong. You can still feel like the way that you felt about things. But you have to take yourself away from that feeling and not fester in it. You have to understand like, yes, it's a fun story to talk about. There's so many weird things though. I could I could talk about a couple of red flags though. There were There were a couple more that were red flags. But I don't want to completely say like it was because of the program. But I just want to say that there were some people that were really like red flags in that program. And (laughs) I just don't know what to even like say. There's just some, like there's something about it that I'm so happy I did it because I learned my realm of what I understood as like toxic people (laughs) or like people I don't want to like get to know. Or ways of living that I'm not going to resonate with is was very small. Uh, like, realistically, all fun aside, like, it just made me realize there is so much more that I have to learn 
that I am not ready for every single thing that comes my way, no matter how fun I think the adventure is going to be. Um, sometimes it's the journey that will be the lesson, not the destination. And it's really true because the destination that I got to, because I did get to the end of that program, was not the best result. But the journey itself was one that I can't I can't say that I I would take back either because even though again there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons what can you do it's life there were there were by far more pros though so I can't I can't say anything more to that but motivation doing this podcast being you know empowered by my choices And also, like, being able to handle the situation that happened to me, like, the reason I got the concussion in the first place, or, well, the head injury in the first place, and how I am today, like, a few years later, honestly, is, like, thanks to that program. And you can't beat yourself up. And you have to kind of go back sometimes. I hate it a little bit because, you know, I have, I am stubborn. Um, if you haven't picked that out, but I'm stubborn. And I remember them saying like, you know, the fear of failure is nothing. Like, you know, it's, um, it's not really like a great way to think because when you tell yourself you're going to fail, you'll fail. And they're right. When you're complacent, complacency is death and they're right because there's so many ways that I could have really like ended myself whether like you know it was career-wise mentally physically like you know I'm so thankful because it gave me new perspectives on things that I don't think I would have gotten anywhere else regardless of how uncomfortable I felt it was still a great opportunity for me I would have I would like to believe though I'm this kind of like way of thinking that if I stopped for a second and I didn't pursue that program I would have definitely learned that lesson probably in smaller increments that I could handle better with less consequence and less amount of time having to deal with each consequence consequence compared to now and that's why even though I say I wouldn't take it back because it already happened sorry but if someone is finding themselves in that position and they're hearing this podcast for some reason it comes up for you Maybe it's a sign. You should probably think about that thing you're thinking of doing a little bit more and talk to yourself or someone else and be like, oh, the way that I'm speaking to myself, the language I'm using is like, I'm already going to fail. So maybe I should reevaluate my situation currently and instead of making that leap, change up my my language and be able to really mean that I'll be successful. 
and that I'm okay handling any of the consequences that happen. Because I had to learn it the hard way, but it is something that will help you through other things in life. Because even right now, there's so many consequences that I'm like, oh, I know this will happen because of X and this will not happen because of X. But the lesser of the two, okay, I think I'll do something about it. You know, I I can make decisions a little more quickly and more effectively. And I have a last, like, my mood doesn't change as quickly when I make a decision or when I'm in that decision and I'm doing the action of being really like involved in something that I want to do. I find myself have less of a hard time accepting bad situations in the process of things. So just like when I got this head injury I saw myself falling into a spiral and I felt myself having the signs of really getting into another depressive episode, which I had just gotten out of a two year one. Um, And mental health is always a silent battle for me. It's never really something I talk about and only recently I started talking about and no shade or tea but you really know who your friends are when you start sharing more about yourself and you see who turns away from you and who can handle your ups and downs and who can't and really learning about who can support me and also the people that I'm able to support back is important because I think finally For once in my life, I have people that I can do that for and that I know they'll be there for me and I know that I'll be there for them. So it really feels good to be in a position where I have that at least. And there's nothing that can make me feel more rich than that. Even though I have all these shitty things happening, like I can't afford rent at the moment and I can't find work right now at at the time, I just really am thankful for all the amazing people I've made a, like made friends with along the way. I've met along the way. The acquaintances, every single person has added some form of value in my life. And that's why I would never, ever, ever be the kind of person to just say, hey, I don't want to interact with anybody because the best lessons actually come from the like people you just meet from day to day or the friendships you create from time to time. Your motivation will be a spark for you to maybe go out there and make friends or go out there, start that business you've always been thinking of or go and study for that thing that you wanted to get certified in. But the the biggest factor is recognizing when it's solely just motivation talking and that it's not you. You need to talk and you need to feel super empowered by all of your choices that you feel and especially when it comes to your mental health too. Because mental health and your way of living, they're hand in hand. And so when you're happy, 
about a choice, you'll be happy. When you're sad about a choice, you'll be sad. But it's that little gap there where it starts going into different routes. When you're super happy, you start sometimes becoming too blind and not seeing all the red flags. And you start becoming a little too ambitious on things. Sometimes you need to learn, okay, I need to slow down. And then it also goes to the sadness. It branches out. You get into depressive episodes. You shut down. You become complacent. You think that every single thing that you're going to do is going to turn out wrong and you become afraid. You have to learn balance. Balance is the key. I don't mean you have to go and write down every single thing in a bullet journal or you have to go and seek therapy right away because you think something's wrong. I just mean in the long run, you're definitely going to want to sit with yourself and really listen to the way that you're speaking to yourself. It's a great exercise to do. I'm not saying you have to be crazy and kind of like, oh, I'm I'm hearing the voices in my head. No, all you have to do is take a moment to yourself and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do I feel so negative right now? Why? And then think back Remember what you were saying throughout the day to yourself. Like, negative language sounds like, you can't do this. You don't know enough about this. This is stupid. I hate doing this because, honestly, I don't think I'm getting anywhere with this. Um, You can't do something like that. Um, It's going to be stupid when you do it. I have to think, okay, whoa, I was talking so bad all day. I need to chill and like process. Okay, why do I feel that way? Like, what have I been doing wrong? Go back to your notes. Go back to all the things you've been doing, all the actions you've taken in the past in regards to the goal you're having or the situation you're in and just be like, what have I done to make me feel like I can't do anything? And you'll be surprised because when you look back, you'll think there's not much. You've barely even started sometimes. And it's just so strong, your feelings. That emotional side of being human is so dangerous because we get so caught up in our emotions, they control our choices. And when we start speaking to ourselves, like language is so powerful that we start actually creating actions to mimic how we're how our thoughts are like it's crazy so if you can do that anyways in the negative sense you can certainly do it in the positive sense too you can definitely change your language in your mind and be like tomorrow i'm gonna get back to eating cleaner or tomorrow I'm going to get back and reevaluate that project with my team and really understand what is happening and how we can maybe get our plan in motion quicker and you can also sit down with yourself and say well when's the last time I took a moment to myself and had like a relaxation day And got a massage or treated myself kindly. And 
Also, if you want to go to the ambitious side, like, you know, you're feeling super happy about things and maybe you need to recognize you need to, you know, slow down. Sometimes, actually, though, you learn this through others, not really yourself sometimes. And you think, why are people being so, like, negative to me? Why is my team acting, like, so rude when I'm bringing up ideas? Like, I'm just trying to make them understand my vision for things and, like, make them see that things are, you know, going to be so great and that we should take that risk and... Sometimes you need to be like, well, what have I done in the past? Have I cut them off in their speech? Have I not allowed them space to really tell me what's on their mind? Is that maybe why we're having a breakdown in communication with each other? Is it because I'm not actually listening to others at the moment? I'm on a high horse, I think, and I think that I'm hurting my spouse because they don't feel like they're being listened to and why did we fight about dinner that's so so dumb because I feel good so why why don't they feel good it's really what people like to call maturity um when we can recognize things that we do that upset others or we recognize things that upset ourselves that we do to ourselves people call it maturity I don't like to use it in that sense, like that word, maturity, because it puts like the label of it has something to do with your age. That's what I find. I feel I find like there's a correlation with age, but really you can learn this at almost any age with enough cognitive thinking and support for your like actions, as long as you're not growing up, obviously, in like a super toxic environment you'll definitely be able to put forth the the way of balancing out your thoughts and how to balance them out for others also how to be considerate about yourself and others it's um definitely got something to do with the language speak like you know the language speak the language speech the language speech that we tell ourselves i guess I don't know. I'm just making up things at this point. But I don't make up that advice, though. (laughs) The word, what I'll call it, there's probably a better way to call it. There's probably someone who knows this kind of thing. Because anything that I've learned, I've kind of taken bits and pieces from either being, like, talked to by a coach, talked to from, like, um, really great leadership, um, or I've, like taken from my own leadership that I've had to learn. And let me tell you, I got lots of stories about those and all the things you can do wrong. All the things you could possibly do wrong in a leadership position. Um, minus minus the sleeping with people because that was something that I never did because, man, it's just so stupid when I think about it. But I can tell you story times later. That pretty much sums up this episode. Um, I'm going to end it off here because really there's not much else I can add that makes it any more meaningful to you because 
what else can you add to that? I think that it's great the way that it is, unless you have more to add, like you can share your own experience and maybe try the exercise. Like when, if you're, if you're in a position currently and you're listening to this and you're feeling like things aren't going the way that you want or things are going like really well, but other people seem to be not happy for you or you feel like there's people not willing to listen or hear you out or have the risk, just humble yourself for a second. In both cases, you're you're going to be humbling yourself by stepping out of it and really being thoughtful to yourself for once. So try it out. See if it works. It works for me for the most part. Obviously, it's um, not a prescription or a solution for mental health problems. Mental health issues are a lot more deep and complex than we think, but it can assist with mental health issues. It can assist with it if you think or try these things out and can assist with it. So I just want to make that clear. I am not by any means a professional in therapy, but I know that the kind of direction my conversations go will probably hit the mental health pool. So please keep that in mind. Everything that I say is just, I'm just some girl venting about shit in my bedroom. So there's not much there. Also, I think that would be a great name for this podcast. So I think I'll stick with it if no one's taking it. But I will see you or well, I will speak to you the next time. Have a good morning or evening and try your best to be happy. Bye.